You're listening to a podcast from Burley Heads Church of Christ, from Burley Heads on the Gold Coast. Hello, and welcome to Burley Church Online. It's so lovely to be able to meet with you in this way during this time of restrictions and isolation. And um, we've been loving just hearing some encouraging stories about how people within our church and the community are just meeting together in their homes, in fellowship with one another. Um, But if this is not you and you're feeling like you want that level of contact, please reach out to us here at Burley Church, either on our Facebook page or on our website. We'd love to be able to connect with you or connect you with another family or individual in your community as well, to be able to gather um, in your home or their home during this time of, of isolation. I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to meeting together again soon. And we're just praying um, for you during this time and and really just hoping that it won't be too much longer and we'll be able to gather in this space here at Burley Church. Um, It has been great though, I don't know, uh, just for us, like the kids have been back at school and um, we've been able to go back to the park and the playground last weekend, which the kids just love and slowly, slowly restrictions are being lifted here. Um, on the Gold Coast, which is great to see. So this morning, I am super excited to be able to um, share with you the message here at Burley Church this morning. But before we follow along, I'd love to be able to pray. Lord and Heavenly Father, you know each and every individual that is watching this this morning. You know where they are. You know what they are going through. God, I just pray that the words that are spoken this morning, that are your words, Lord, are not my own. May you be glorified in everything that we do. In your name. Amen. Well, let's get into it, hey? So we find ourselves today in the book of Ephesians. Um, as As carried throughout the series we've been doing here at Burley Church, the first three chapters of Ephesians talk about Jesus's love for us, what he has um, done for us and who we are in him. And the last three chapters of Ephesians talk a little bit more personal about um, uh, uh, the life transforming news and how this flows through in in our lives, in in our relationships with others um, that we come into contact with. So Steve kicked us off last week in speaking about this transforming spirit can actually speak into our private lives, in our marriages, with the act of submission, with surrendering ourselves to each other and to God. And so the passage that we are reading from and following along today is in Ephesians 6, and we're going to look at verses 1 to 9. If you have a Bible handy, it would be great to be able to read along with me. Let's have a look. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honour your father and your mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise, so that it may go well with you and you may enjoy long life on the earth. Fathers, do not exacerbate your children, instead bringing them up in the training and the instruction of the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear, And with sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. Obey them not only to win their favor when their eye is on you, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart. Serve wholeheartedly 
as if you were serving Lord and not people, because you know that the Lord will reward each one of you, whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them, since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with them. So here we are. (laughs) This passage starts to speak to the whole household, children, parents, and also speaking in relation to slaves and masters. So on a bit of a side note, this slaves and masters passage may rise a couple of um, questions that you have, which it should, but which we probably won't cover today, Um, but we will do in the future. What we do know is slave in the ancient times looked very differently to even the way that we've seen slaves um, more recently. Slaves were more in relation to um, someone that had a, a debt an owe to be a pay, um, something to be paid, um, unless it's just a form of control and and um, over a certain people. But look, I'm not going to go any more deeper in that one. I'm going to leave that all up to Steve to do on another day. <laughs> but it's good to be a no- of note and to follow along with that today. The way we're seeing sort of slaves in this sort of setting is more in relation of employee employer, the way that we treat other people in our lives, um, that we work with even. Yeah. So what is this verse saying to us today? Well, this main verse focuses on the concept of obedience. Obedience as children to our parents, obedience as slaves to masters, and obedience to authority. One of the Greek terms for obedience in the Bible conveys the idea of positioning oneself under someone else by submitting to their authority and their command. Biblical obedience to God means to hear, to trust, submit and surrender to God and his word. We all were once children. So God is challenging us in this verse, the importance of being obedient at a young age and learning this concept of obedience. But I believe this verse is so much more than just a verse that we can teach our kids on Sunday. But if you are teaching your kids today, then it is a good place to start. But this morning, is, is, is it's a deeper obedience. It's a surrendering to God. Now, what does the world see of the word obedience? This term obedience is often seen in quite a negative light. Leaders in the past, even church leaders, have used this verse as a way of control and which in turn has impacted on some generations, not wanting to submit to authority, especially authority in a church. We don't like rules. We don't like being told what to do or when to do it or even how to do it. We like to be independent to make our own decisions. Why? because we tend to believe that we know what is best for us. But where does this get us? I guess some could say disobedience. Disobedience leads us to selfishness, to being hard-hearted, not being able to compromise or submit to any greater authority, not to be able to admit that we don't know at all. Disobedience can also fill us with anxiety 
as we try to control so much in our lives without being and trying to hold it all in and doing everything on our own without being able to submit it to a greater authority. Disobedience leads us to broken relationships. Parents or children left feeling hurt, rejected, disrespected. Disobedience is a focus on ourselves. Because we change thoughts and not what the other person needs or looking at our other people in our lives, but focusing on ourselves and what are our wants and desires. God is challenging us here with a greater way to think. That we don't know what is best. That he wants to teach us how to be a parent, how to be a child, how to follow someone else's leadership. God is giving us a greater way to think. The act of obedience showing a compliance with an order, a submission to authority. And God is saying with this act of obedience that we will be blessed. In Luke eleven twenty eight, 28, Jesus replied, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. So looking at this passage and out of the wider context of what God is saying here in Ephesians, I'd love to be able to share three encouragements with you this morning. In relation to the way that we see our home and the way that we function within our home, our small groups, our private lives. This verse is challenging us to teach, to instruct, to instruct the children, whether the biological children in our life, but the spiritual children, each other in the way of obedience, teaching them to listen, teaching them the ways of Jesus. Important to note, Jesus referred to his disciples throughout the Bible as his children. And a lot earlier in Ephesians, it refers to spiritual children, maturing to spiritual adults. So although this is obviously talking about the home, it is also speaking to those of us in authority and as spiritual authority, to those that lead the church family, to those that run small tables, to those that mentor and disciple. There is a call here to teach and instruct, to teach them to obey. This an instruction delivered and communicated to us in this word, the Bible, gives us a greater way to live, not of ourselves, but for God's purpose as he intended humans to live. There was once this story that I got from a book by the name of Larry Burkett, um, and he told this story about a kindergarten that sat right in the corner of a busy highway. Now, the kids would come out to lunch but they were so scared of the cars that were coming by, they would stay huddled as close as they can to this, the building and not be able to experience the gardens and the, and the corner that they'd be able to play. There was a fence that was built around the building. Once this fence was built, these children used the entire playground. They spread out and ran around. It's this act of obedience, these rules that don't only um, restrict us but give us freedom to be able to follow along with what God has for our lives. Before COVID, at the beginning of the year, I was taking my two girls to school one morning and I had all three kids with me. 
my three-year-old decided that this was a morning that he wanted to chuck a major tantrum. He was adamant that he was independent and didn't want to hold my hand crossing the road. After um, much anguish, you could say, or discussion with my three-year-old about why it was important for him to hold my hand, he decided in a fleeting moment to run across the road. Well, as you could imagine, I yelled quite loudly, a strong command to stop. Luckily for Noah, he stopped, turned around and was able to follow my command in obedience. If he didn't obey my command to stop, things could have looked very different for him. And I don't want to think about what could have happened. But my instruction for my children is what actually, what I knew what was best for them, for their safety in that situation. In the same way, God's instructions for us are for our safety. He's a, to obey his commands are for our best. He wants us to thrive. He wants us to grow and he wants us to flourish. However, this passage in its context speaks a little bit more than just on teaching and instruction. To parent, to make disciples, it takes more than just telling our kids and yelling instructions, but also about showing showing them how we are obedient and what we are obedient to in our own lives. Because the verse goes on to say, fathers or parents, do not exacerbate your children, but instead bring them up in the training of instruction of the Lord. So that's the training and instruction of the Lord, not of our own wants, not of our own desires. And this is about showing our kids what's important by how we live, who or what we choose to obey. If you're a mature Christian in this place, then please note, disciples and young people, either in age or spirituality, they're sometimes not watching what you say, but they're watching what you do, how you respond, how you act when no one else is looking. Parents in particular, many of us who have had kids at home, even this last month or so, we are learning this more and more. But yes, they pick up our bad habits, but also some of them can pick up our goods. Good. For a silly example, Steve loves this show on Disney called Gummy Bears. He's so excited when he found out that it came out on Disney+. Plus. He was telling the kids how great it was going to be and getting all excited for Saturday morning when we could sit down and watch it together as a family. Now, Gummy Bears has nothing really to do with what our kids would enjoy. Our girls like princesses and Noah is all into superheroes and action. Gummy Bears is a bit different to that, but they were so excited on Saturday morning to sit down with dad and follow along and watch gummy bears because he was. It's exactly the same for us in our lives. The, our kids see, people in our lives see what we're excited about, what we get up in the morning for, what we enjoy, what we choose to obey and follow. If we're excited about it, it'll flow through into our lives. 
And if it's church on Sunday, if you treat church like a drag, if you treat reading your Bible like just something else that you have to do, or you hide it even behind closed doors, your children won't be able to see the joy, the time that you are putting into your relationship with God as well. Showing the way that we live and who we obey teaches them to be able to obey and grow in their own lives. My last point today is a little bit of a different one, but is to just give it all up, (laughs) to surrender all to God's authority. Yes, I know that it's a bit counteractive because I've been speaking about how we should be teaching our kids, but really the way we do this in our lives is by handing over authority to God giving it up to him. The last thing that I want to leave you with today is feeling more guilt. Adding that extra list to the thing that you need to do with your children or in your relationships with others. I want to encourage that none of these works, teaching our kids obedience, disciple making, running small groups or spiritual parenting, all of this can just feel like more work as an extra project on top of everything else that we have to do at this time with homeschooling and um, the tantrums and the difficulty and changing routine based on what we're able to do this week and what we're not able to do. Um, But my encouragement is that obedience is just about surrender. It's this surrendering, trusting in God's authority and power, allowing him to speak, to guide, to flow into our households. In fact, the last few chapters of Ephesians says this, finally be strong in the Lord's mighty power. And this verse goes on to speak about the armor that we have of God, which I know that James is going to speak about in a couple of weeks. But we don't have to do this life this living in our households, in our homes, on our own. But we've got the authority and the power of Jesus. Looking back at Ephesians 5, it says in verse 1, Follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering, and sacrifice to God. You see that God is our Father. He first, in turn, gave up everything for us. To teach us, to train us, to bring us home to Him, to be a part of His family. He loves you. He loves your kids. And He wants to see your family and your households flourish. And he wants to see the church family grow. And this is his instructions to us in obedience. He invites us to practically just give everything over to him, to let him be the ultimate father of our lives. It's so easy to give authority to other things in our life. It's so easy to give authority to what others would think, to the Insta-mum group, to our friendship groups, 
and their parenting styles. To listen to our other parents that may have done things a little bit differently to what God is telling us to do. But our expectations, our standards, our authority, our obedience for yours immediate family and the church should be found and surrounded in him, in God. I'm going to leave you with a couple of questions to ask within your small groups today. What or who would your kids or others in your life say that you follow or obey? What does a life look like completely surrendered to God's authority? Personally, what in your life could you get let go of to see his authority present in your life? Let us pray as we finish. God, we come to you today, surrendering all that we are, all that we've done to you. Lord, because you are powerful and mighty and you're willing to save us and be our ultimate father of our life. God, we want to follow your authority for our lives and we pray that you grow us, challenge us and build that deeper connection with us today. In Jesus' name. Amen.